Alright. How is everybody? TGIF everyone. How the hell did we make it through another week? Oof. One of those, oh, it's one of those weeks. It's like, what how, What do we do with all our time? Same time. It took almost, felt like, what, three and a half weeks ready to get here? Uh, all right. Well, welcome to this episode of Conversational Romance. Alexa, resume. So, it's been a heck of a week. A lot of fr- Friday, we got a we got a lot of stuff going on on this Friday morning. Number one, we got rain in Western Oklahoma, like a lot of rain too. Not just like a little spittings, a lot. Uh, high of seventy five degrees today. Sunshine's putting in and out, but the truth is, in my heart. The weather is 83 this morning when we woke up. It's going to be 92 this morning when we're in the middle of the afternoon. I'm back down in the 80s when we're off. Oh, yeah. Dreaming of the keys. But until we get there, I'm loving life right here in West Oklahoma. So I scrolled the news this morning to find out some things I, I learned some things I didn't know about. Um, Maybe I just because I don't watch TV. But I was unaware that Elon Musk and Amber Heard had a, a one-year like relationship during the trial. And when I asked about it, he, well, so actually Elon's brother said something to the fact of, yeah, we weren't real Oh, shit, it's raining again. We weren't real happy with the relationship, and it was turmoil and drama. And when I asked about it, Elon said, yeah, I'm often the fool, but I'm always the fool in love. What's wrong with that? Is there really anything wrong with that? I mean, if you're going to be a fool, be a fool in love. Yeah, so I wonder what it would be like, though. So you're sitting on the couch... In your rental house, Elon, you don't, Elon doesn't believe in buying homes. So you're sitting on your couch in a rent house, in a rent couch, and you're watching your girlfriend on TV. I watch that trial. Oof. What? There's no way in hell I'd say, that's my baby. Woo. But like I said, he did, he did it. He admitted it. He's, he's often a fool in love. Elon, you dodged a really big bullet, brother. But he knew that. He saw the bullet coming. It, what was he was he planning on doing like a Nemo? Stop a ball. My crazy train is going fast without one, I think. And who am I to talk? I'm about as nutty as they get, so take it easy. Oh! Oh, and as I was perusing the news this morning, guess what? Who else I found on the front page of the entertainment section? Carrie Underwood is back, baby. She was featured today. She she showed up on concerts. She, apparently, she's been doing this denim and rhinestones thing, and wearing a lot of uh, pants. You know, Carrie Underwood. She, I think she's pretty much age appropriate. Is she not? Maybe a few years younger. 
not too much. But I can remember her from back, I don't know how many years ago. She had the best legs in country music. And then she did, did she, she did the one, the, the Monday Night Football thing. You think that's coincidence? And all of a sudden, Monday Night Football's firing back up and all, and she's showing up in short skirts and legs hanging out and, and sticking out of the boots. Yeah, Such a cool look, too. And, oh, anyway, legs, she's got them. And then, as I'm scrolling through the news, I came across something that kind of set me back a little bit. And it set me back a little bit. Okay. It didn't set me back, so to speak. I was uncomfortably disappointed when I read the fact that Hugh Jackman getting divorced after 27 years. Now, you might say, why do you give it if it's Hugh Jackman? What's your special affiliation to him? None. But I have been following their relationship for, I don't know, six, eight years. Whenever he did The Showman, um, The Greatest Show on Earth, I think it's what The Greatest Showman on Earth, maybe, whatever it was. When he did that movie, that was the first time I saw an interview. And obviously, I'd seen him in, you know, every movie he's ever done. I'm a huge, huge Jackman fan. And then they get in there and he starts talking about, uh, he did an interview with his wife. And I'm going to be brutally honest here. I, so I didn't know who Hugh Jackman was until the X-Men came on and Wolverine all that shit. And they, the, at the time in 2017, when they showed his wife, like, whoa. Uh, now, her, she and herself is a uh, star. We're going to get back to that in a minute. She's a, she's a television movie star over in Australia. We'll get back to that in a minute, too. But they, I was surprised at the couple. They did not look happy to me in the pictures. You know, I'm that guy that gets feelings about stuff. And I felt that what they were saying and what they were, their looks on their faces and their body language didn't match what they were saying. I don't think it was love. I don't think they were there saying, yeah, or whatever in the beginning. And then you look at the circumstances. They have a son that's 20-something years old. And they have a daughter, both adopted, that just turned 18. Okay. So let's go back on that in a little minute. And let's look at that relationship. Now, this is all looking from the inside. I have no inside information. I've just read a bunch of shit. And you know what that means. I read their, their statement. Their statement was they're moving forward with peace, love, and acceptance, something like that, which which means don't ever ask me again. We're not talking shit about each other. But when they met, they met on what was his first paying acting job for, for, for film or television. And she was already an established star in the uh, Australian, New Zealand area. I mean, big star, too. She was she had quite a bit of fame. So they started off... I'm, I'm not going to say they started off with, uh, with non-matching self-esteem. But I'm going to say that. Because you can be as cool as a cucumber as you want to be, and you can be as casual and honest and open as you want. But when you... If you're a struggling actor, say I'm me, I'm sitting here and 
Sayre, Oklahoma, staring at the Puggett's grocery store, waiting for the rain to stop so I can go get a sour, no, carton of sour cream. And as I walk across the street, I run into Jennifer Aniston. I met her, right? I met her in the airport. Uh, one time I had a little bit of a conversation with her. And, but in no way informed when I met her, I was not aware that she was Jennifer Aniston. I played it cool. You want to hear that story real quick? We were going through what was known as a celebrity checkpoint at uh, DFW. She was in front of the, she was right in front of me and she had her American Airlines representative there to ward off, ward off everybody. She goes through the, the metal detector and the x-ray. It was, uh, I don't know, anyway. It was, she goes to the metal detector and the x-rays and uh, I go through and she went through and had to go back out. She, she hit the metal detector and I went through it. So she went back behind me and came through and now we're standing shoulder to shoulder. And I said, hey, how are you? She goes, good, thank you. And she was very quiet. And very, she wasn't goes off to set that smile from friends that was there. And <clears throat> about the time I said that, I looked up and there was a TSA guy. He goes, hey man, good to see you. How are you doing? I said, brother, I'm good. I knew the guy because I worked on the most machines. I said, I said, I'm good, brother. How are you? He goes, I'm good, man. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. And he walked off. And she looked at me. And I looked at her and I said, I'm kind of a big deal around here. And we both, and she cracked up laughing. I cracked up laughing. We walked our separate ways. That was my favorite. I met her one more time, but that's a different story. So say I was walking across the street and I, and I met Jennifer Aniston. Just like just like the Australian actor met his, you know, a really famous actress 27 years ago or 30 years ago, everyone they dated. He was acutely aware and probably impressed too. She was famous. She was beautiful. She was popular. She was you know, everything a boy could want in a girl. It was fantastic. I can't, can you imagine how magical that must have been? And he got to see her work and it was on set. So that brings into another that brings another fold into it, wouldn't you agree? Like I was saying in the beginning, self esteem, personal self esteem might have been there. But their level of fame was she was here and he was here. And as that career went forward, it went more like this. It didn't go like this, right? It wasn't that way. It went this was her career. This was his when they met. And they went just like this. He went off the chart and she dropped down about 15 pegs. Now, kudos to them for making it 27 years. But what does that do? In that interview they did in 2017 about the greatest showman on earth, they mentioned the fact that they never spent more than two weeks apart. Even if he was filming location, she would go out there eventually sometimes. A person I love that. I really do. The fact that my grandparents were that way until towards the end. And then they had to say we, we never spent the night apart other than coaching, uh, scouting for coaching back in West Texas in the 50s. And my grandmother said that would never happen again. Uh, and then hospital stays. Whenever she was in the hospital, or he was in the hospital, we couldn't spend a night together. That was it. And most of those nights early in their life, before under the age of 70, he spent the night in the hospital. 
So I get the, and I want that in my life. I want the everyday part of the relationship, but, and, and, and well, hang on, I, I won't, let me back up. I, and I also respect the shit out of them because they did say that when they got together, they first married, they made a pact to never be more than two weeks apart. I'm not sure packs are the way to go in relationships. You know what I mean? Because there is a, there is a certain level of, um, well, a certain level of adjustments and change that need to happen, right? How did that just change? Yeah, I think I need to turn the gain down this microphone, see if that's any better. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still out of producer. I've had my executive producer, and she's filling in as producer mode, but I'm still kind of winging it, so it sucks. I apologize. It's my fault this time I asked. But that Jackson, that, or Jackson, that Hugh Jackman divorce really has me wondering. I mean, if they can't make it after 27 years and raising two kids and being successful, I know their stresses, their stress levels are way different than mine. There's a chance of an idiot like me that's at that 54 years old that's trying to start a new relationship. What the hell does that look like, even? I don't know. So these people started talking in 1995. I got married, I should say, in 1995. What in the fuck? I get it. I understand the theory behind it is we're supposed to be communicating better than we ever had. I'm not sure that's true. And, you know, it's something I see in everyday life, too. I've been talking a lot about anger lately. And specifically my anger, because that's the only one I know I can talk about successfully. And we, I, I've, I've been able to recognize what makes me angry and what, what spills over in his misplaced anger. I'm still struggling in the moment of the anger a little bit. This morning is a perfect example. I've had an appointment for all week to have my Jeep worked on this morning. At a place I trust. In, in Elk City. It's not, not like a, a new running place, but a place I trust. I've been there before a couple of times. So reluctantly, I get out of bed this morning. Reluctantly, I you know do my chores. and Reluctantly, I make coffee. Reluctantly, I stop at the gas station. And not because I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. And I, I did sit in my meditation this morning, and I was blessed. I was tired. I am very thankful to be able to have the Jeep. I'm very thankful to be able to afford to fix the Jeep. I'm be able to, I'm thankful for all the water, the food, everything on my back. But I'm allowed to be tired. And I was in a good mood, just tired. Right? So I get to the place, I walk in, I take my coffee and my iced tea and my sandwich, my breakfast sandwich. I go in there. He goes, hey man, how you doing, you Jeff? And I'm, yeah. Yeah, we got a problem with the lift back there. It broke down yesterday, and we're going to be able to work on your Jeep. I looked at him and I said, what? 
I said, but brother, why didn't you call me? Ah, we thought we'd have it fixed, but we don't. Oh, man, why didn't you call me this morning or last night? You let me drive all the way over here for bullshit? Yes. Yeah, what day do you want to reschedule it for? Like, I don't give a fuck about you, motherfucker. What day do you want to? Yeah. Sorry, FCC. I just lost my license. What day do you want to reschedule it for? I said, I don't, man. I said, he said, what day is good for you next week? I said, not one single day is good for me next week. I said, but brother, the difference is I don't have a fucking choice now, do I? I can go somewhere else and do that, but I trust you guys. So you ask me what's good for me? Nothing. What's good for you? Tuesday. He said, well, it's not like I have a choice, is it, brother? Can you do it Monday? Nope. Can you do it Wednesday? Nope. So you're just giving me a choice if you're not excused. So, all right, we'll see you Tuesday. That kind of shit makes me mad because it's disrespect. I was late for an appointment with them on Monday, this past Monday. I called them. I was 30 minutes late. I called them. I said, man, I'm having a shitty morning. Is it too late to come in there? No, come on in. I said, all right. So I go in. And I get there and they're like, Oh, you have your dog with you? No, we can't do it. We have dogs here, and we don't want to listen to them bark at your dog the whole time you're here. You motherfuckers. So, it's disrespect. They don't value my time. They don't value my money. They don't give a shit. They're just doing stuff on autopilot. And this is going to sound harsh, but they're too fucking stupid to know it. They're doing what they've always done because they've always done it. They haven't opened their fucking eyes and, or they don't care to open their eyes and care. I'm sure that, and now that this is the reason I do like this shop is because he's no bullshit. He's a no bullshit guy. It's a husband and wife shop and their son works there too, I believe. And that's, I like that. And I know for a fact, I've been in there when they've done some charity work, helping people out. I appreciate that. They're kind of known for the place to go to get your shit fixed cheap. Not why I go there. I go there for their information. So, what is it about my personality that just says, I'll oh, fuck that guy? Nobody gives a fuck about him. What is that? He said, I can't work on your Jeep today because I got a turbo torn out of another car. So, why can't you tell the turbo guy that you, you got to work on a Jeep today? I said, Hey, you met Jeep guy or turbo guy? I made a promise to another person that I would do something today, so you're going to have to put your own hold. They don't do that. They don't give a fuck. Their word doesn't mean anything because they got you by the balls, everybody, but I'm all, I'm really not pissed. That's just my anger coming up. So what did I do with that anger? Because that is the really important part. What did we do with the anger? So what did I do with it? I, I voiced a little bit. I made sure that I wasn't a wallflower, and I said, yeah, this is, I'm not happy with this. You're fucking me over, and I, I give a shit. That's what I said. And then I just calmly walked out. What am I going to do? Throw a fit? You motherfucker. No. All right, fine. So I walk out very calmly. Not angry, not mad. And I get in the Jeep, and when I get in, I hung my belt loop on the door, the door peg and ripped my fucking dirt jeans. You know how hard it is to find 30, 38 cinch boot cut jeans from Ariel? Not, not cinch Ariel. No, these are cinch. Either cinch or Ariel. 30, 38, 28, 38 is more preferred, but forget that. 
So I got one less pair of fucking jeans because of those dickheads too. I really just don't understand what in the world is going on. It's like my whole world is coming. And so, are you are you aware? Have we talked about? Have we talked about what's supposed to be happening. There's some. So Suzanne, my medicine woman. We are. Uh, we had a conversation that day, and she. I told her things are changing, and something in November is going to be big for me. And she goes, "Wait till January." Jeff, in January, something's going to happen. All the secrets of every powerful person in the world is going to be released. What? She goes, "Yeah, it's going to be huge. It's going. It's going to change the world and environment we live in because everybody's going to know the truth." Well. My truth is, is that over the last four years, there's not a whole lot of things I haven't admitted to. There's not a whole lot of things in my past that I haven't owned. There's not a, if that happens in January to everybody in the world, if everybody's secrets, innermost darkest secrets are revealed in January, nothing's going to happen to me because mine are already out there. But she says that ours are already out there and hers are already out there and other people have been preparing for this because we are going to be the ones that, uh, that help the others that just not get their secrets out to transition into self-awareness. Now, you can believe that or not. I don't know if I believe it or not. God dang it, it's a nice message. Oh, it's such a nice message. Yeah. So I'm going to do some deep searching today. I'm going to do some shadow work today. And I'm going to find out what it is. I'm going to, well, postulate anyway. What is it about people like the muffler shop, the pie lady, my neighbor, uh, you know, who else? Anybody. Why do they feel it's okay to disrespect? Why they don't care? All right, well... Like I said, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in this world these days, but I do know. And I'm going to continue to put myself in my world. Even in the even in the the binds of a relationship, if I make myself happy, you're going to have to. Like I said this morning, I kind of made something up to but you put yourself in the room, first and foremost at all times, you'll definitely have to deal with us with a cheat. But I'm not going to I love you very much. Mr. Don Henley's going to take us out. We'll pitch back to that story right here in a minute. All right, everybody. Have a fantastic day. Peace, love, acceptance. Oh, everybody, hi.